This is the official podcast for casual anime fanatics. On today's episode, we're diving deep into My Hero Academia Season 6, Episode 7, titled Disaster Walker. fans and welcome to that anime podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure i'm your host jordo and here with me as always are my co-host and ken we've got the oldest brother colton the baby brother brennan and our good friend jesse the binge reviewer here to talk to you about season six my hero academia and shit got real today but before we get into it we have a lot of other anime things to update, a lot of housekeeping to do, and we, we have had quite the technical difficulties before this episode. I mean, a straight hour yeah. of technical mm-hmm. difficulties. So technically difficult that Brennan had to drive home to record the podcast, even though we were all in the studio together, because we could not get my damn laptop to work with all of our mics. Which we have before. Which we've done several times. Several times. It's but, so cranky. But GarageBand decides to update and make things that used to work no longer work. For efficient efficiency, I'm doing the air quotes. They just broke my shit. So now I gotta f- go figure out why it wasn't working. But, Brennan, how is it over there at your, uh, at your office? It's good. It's nice and clean in here. I mean, I got, it's got a long way to go, but the setup in general is ready. Can I make a podcast room here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, mine's gonna be setting a, Sound Studios. Mine's a work from home combo studio slash game room so it's gotta it's, it's first and foremost it's gotta be clean cut and minimal so i can work productively in here can't have too much clutter you gotta get some naked art stuff where when people walk in they're like are those boobs You're like yeah those are boobs <laughs> she just needs a it's body ab- pillow abstract, sitting over there this abstract is me, art this is me if i was a woman <laughs> <laughs> this is my female persona sorry <laughs> Uh, well, today on the episode, we got Jesse with us. Jesse, it's been several weeks since you were on the podcast. How are you doing? Pretty good. It's been a been an interesting month, but uh, I've been watching a lot of anime in my free time. Good, as have we all. Um, all right, let's go around and talk about the anime we've been watching quickly, because I know that this is going to be one of those episodes that takes forever. So, Colton, we'll start with you. All right. So I got the usuals, you know, My Hero Course, Blue Lock. Probably my number one right now. Uh, Mob Psycho, Spy Family, Two Year Eternity. I'm watching Your Future Diary still. It's pretty good. But those are the, those are the regs. <laughs> you got a lot of shit on your watch list, but oh, yeah. as do we all right now. Yeah, they're actually putting out a lot of really good shit right now. Right? Uh, yeah, that's it what was we were talking about last. And now we've got this friggin' nice last week that going there's on. like there's almost a show to watch every day of the week, except almost. basically Thursday, Friday. Yeah. What's funny is all of mine drop on Saturday, I think, with the, with the exception of, like, one. Yeah. Are you watching Blue Lock or any I am of not. To Your Eternity? No. I So, To Your Eternity, I'm only watching English dub. Okay. I haven't watched the Japanese dub at all. And it's one of those that I have to be in a very specific 
like mind space to watch. It wasn't one like I see. I know everyone loves it. Yeah, but it just isn't. It just doesn't grab me like that. It pulls at your heartstrings for me. It it has it has uh, parts about it like it didn't pull at my heartstrings until we got to uh, that specific characters in mm-hmm. in the first season because you really care about specific people. So the second season for me so far has been okay. It's not, it's not, it hasn't gotten as good as season one yet, but. Did you watch this week's episode? No. I think this is the turning point right okay. here. Okay. Good, so. good to know. I've been, uh, actually, I restarted My Hero Academia because I've been feeling really like low on Deku. And so I'm like, I need to go back and see, I need to re fall in love with this guy because he's been, I for, I've forgotten where he started his humble beginnings. And I'll be honest, rewatching the first season, you forget how bad you feel for him. Those first like three episodes when he's quirkless Mm -hmm. and then he gets a quirk and like how he's always been the kind of person that moves without thinking. Like that's basically what all might saw in him and then how Izola treated him. And then fast forwarding to watching this episode today, I was like, holy shit. It's crazy that I was going back and rewatched all those episodes that he was having these flashbacks to, but it. I'm I'm definitely Team Deku again, but that's basically what I've been watching in my free time. And then all the weeklies, all the ones Colt mentioned, Chainsaw Man being the oh, top yeah. of the list. Chainsaw Man, I forgot that one, man. Have you have you Jesse started watching Chainsaw Man? I have. I'm uh, on episode four or five. I'm not caught up yet. I I started that one late though because I was not. I think there's only five out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. five. I think that I have to be on four then because I I know I have one left to watch, and I was watching it actually right before I headed over here to the studio. Uh, I also watched Beast Tamer. You guys seen that one? No. Okay. So it's an it's kind of an it, it's kind of an isekai kind of, but it's more of a harem thing. No, oh, yeah. Where he's he's literally just, all the points. It, it's literally like, hey, I I was working for the hero. The hero was an asshole and kicked me out, and so I became I just went out on my own and I met one of these like top tier creatures like a dragon, and when I when I tamed it as a as a beast tamer, it turned into this really pretty girl. <laughs> And then it's just him kind of being like <laughs> constantly flirted with by this girl and train and training more and more of these high level creatures. And it's so funny. Is it on country roll? It is. Okay. And it is so good. Highly recommend. I'm also watching, uh, I'm the villainous. So I'm taking, I'm taming the final boss. I've seen that one on there. It's stupid, <laughs> but I love it. Dang. Like it is. So you're in a harem. I'm in, Dang, I'm in a harem. Right I'm, I go, I was saying this before the thing. The most sus one that I'm watching right now is Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. <laughs> Harem in the Labyrinth of... And it's fucking so, like, oh my god, there's so much nudity. Oh my god, you, you cannot watch this with anyone who doesn't like, understand anime. Like nipples nudity or yeah. just, like, No, so they, they, they censor it. And the way they censor it is the funniest shit. Oh, is this the one? Yeah, yeah this is the one I was telling you guys about a while back. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped watching it and then more. I got caught up. Yeah. And and the way they censored is these large like computer text boxes that say a t- a warning nudity. Yeah. And they'd make them just go up and down when the girls are like bouncing their moves <laughs> and shit. And it's oh my god, some of the shit that goes down in the finale. Oh my god, <laughs> my like, future you diary. Watch this anywhere. Like they actually show the nudity, like the boobs. Like, they're just random though. Like. Well, show, and they will show a pair of tits for like a good two <laughs> two to three minutes. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Well, they're not doing anything. They're just—it's just a girl talking naked. Yeah, like like half the time it's just like, oh my god, there's so much nudity, and I'm like, and it's one of those that you you can't watch without wearing headphones 
because the sounds alone will get everyone going, what the sussy baka yeah. fucking <laughs> shit are you doing in there? Something weird's going down in there. Exactly. Oh, yeah, not one you want to be walked in on. No. Saucy For fuck. sure. Brennan, are you watching any anime lately? I uh, just blue locking my hero. That's you got to start Chainsaw Man, kid. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm telling you, you're I'm gonna not, be like, "Fuck!" I'm gonna, I'm gonna win the first. I mean, I, I'm not. I haven't not. I haven't not watched it because I don't think it's gonna be good. I just. I ain't had the time to squeeze it in yet. Shit. Squeeze it in like shit. when you get Like sex. I'm having. I've only watched the first episode of the new Bleach, and like that shit runs in me deep. So. Shit! I thought you were you're gonna do some some uh, watching this weekend with with uh, your fiance uh, out of the house. I had a lot of <laughs> had a big honey do list. Had a lot of shit yeah. to fix around the house. That I busted walls ain't out. one of them, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Corbin busted a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I fixed that already. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, um, Colton's got some anime news, and then I'll be quick. Let's dive into uh, Hajima Isayama, the creator of Attack on Titan. He's coming to a convention later this month, on November 18th, and says he wants fans to be nice to him and not attack him. But so, his show is called Attack on. I know he doesn't. A lot of people were still upset about how it ended, and he's yep. afraid people are gonna maul him and beat him. So he's telling people before he comes, please be nice to me. So if you if you're going to the convention in New York, please be nice to my man. I still gotta watch the end. Here's some big news: Ash Ketchum, after 25 years, perpetual 10 year old, has finally become the world's greatest Pokemon trainer. Do do do! I wanna be the very best <laughs> that the no one ever was. <laughs> the journey of Ash started on April first, nineteen ninety-seven, and it took twenty-five years, seven months, and ten days for Ash to become the new world champion. So he finally did it. He's now a Pokemon master, which means he can retire, or he just keeps doing the same things he's always been doing. Yeah, I don't know if that. Does he win everybody knows kind of about the prize. wish with Ho Ho. They say is what kept him eternal youth for ten years old until he won. So I don't know what's. But the if twenty five years have passed, we were talking about this before the podcast. Maybe Jesse knows or Brennan. Why haven't the people around him aged? Like Misty and Brock would be. Brock would be in his forties now. Easily, yeah. But is he? No, no. He's a, they're all the same. So they all. From what I understand, the time was like, it's kind of that whole thing of time. It hasn't been 25 years for him. It's been a year. No, it's more likely been like. It's been a couple months. No, five or so years, I would assume. He's still 10. It hasn't been five or ten. That's the thing is, they haven't, uh, they've never, they don't say he's still 10 in any of the introductions, I don't think. I think they do. He just doesn't look like he's aged. He's he's said. I think it's the intro. He says like, he goes, I'm 10. I think at the intro of each new, like, you know, whatever area they're at, you know. He like the classic intro is like I'm Ash Ketchum. I'm 10 years old and I'll become the Pokemon master. Like I think they do say that at the beginning of every, which I can't say because I ain't watched, but that's just my right. assumption. It's been a while. Or and people would hold on to him being 10 so hard. Like they got to be dropping his age pretty frequently. Yeah, but yeah. It's maybe also each, like like season is really like, like 10 days. How has Stewie Griffin stayed like one year old for like 20 years? You know. That's a fair point. Because it's just, time it's just, hasn't passed in Family Guy. It ain't, it ain't, yes, it has, because they've gotten, went from having they, these crappy phones to having iPhones. They, were, they experienced, oh, they experienced right. Y2K, and now they have Twitter. Yeah, uh, yeah and it's been 20 years since that. <laughs> All right, so this is a whole a different point. topic, but here's the thing real quick. Fair. But for Ash Ketchum, when he first started in 1999, the Kanto, he made top 16. 
02 in Johto, he made top eight. In 05, in Hoenn League, he made top eight. In 2010, in the Sinnoh League, he made top four. In 2013, in the Unova League, he made top eight. In 2016, at Kalos, he made runner-up. So in 2019, he was an Aloha, Alola. Alohan. Alohan, yeah. He was champion, and now this year, he is finally grand champion. Who'd he beat? Leon. Uh, Leon from Sword and Shield. Yeah, it was Leon. Pikachu versus Charizard. (laughs) I saw a part of it, but the Pikachu basically headbutted. It was a clash of headbutts, and Pikachu won against the Charizard. Yeah. It's always got to be fucking Charizard. Pikachu's fucking powered. That's the only Pokemon he's had with him. And you also have to think about it like this. Charizard is fire flying. Flying is weak against electricity. Yeah. So. Wow. And yeah, they're, they're, apparently that's coming to an end. Like, full-blown. The next, there's Pokemon? two more episodes after the one that's now him as Grand Champion. And it sounds like it's going to just be the end of it all, or at least of this series. They may move on to a new protagonist, at, like, completely. And have Ash as, like, a recurring character every once in a while. He's got to be. He's got to be the grand champion who yeah. the new character fight someday. But that's uh, yeah. They're they literally announced that there's two more episodes coming out this year, and then they're not making any more this year. And a lot of people think that they're going to just end it and move on to a new character. Hmm. All right, let's move Gotta on to it. Tokyo Revengers fans. Majority of the fans are upset with the manga ending. That's all I'll say. <laughs> so because we are watching it, I won't give any spread. No hate. Sword Art Online. This will be. I'm excited for this. The movie Progressive Aria of a Starless Night, movie one, will be available for streaming on Crunchyroll. So this is canon too, starting November 24th. So if you haven't seen the new movies that they're rolling out for Sword Art, basically a more diverse setting of uh, Britain knows the the place. I always forget it. Iron Cred. Iron Cred. Iron. Yeah. So they'll be level tearing up that. Here is your top ten anime of the week for week six. Week one. Or week six. Number one, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, which I still agree at the fucking it's awesome so far. Two, Mob Psycho moved up, 100, season three. Three, My Hero Academia, season six. Oh, it climbed. Yeah. It was six last week. Yeah. Four, Blue Lock. Five, Chainsaw Man, it dropped three. Six, The Eminence of Shadow. Seven, Spy Family Part Two. Eight, Baki the Rock. This Baki Obachi. the Rock must be pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nine, More Than a Married Couple. But not lovers. And ten is Urasai Yatsura. So that's the top ten. I won't go through the whole list since we're trying to cruise through here. That 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 lo- are married but not lovers. I, I've heard a lot of good things about it. It's on my <laughs> list to watch because apparently it's hysterical. You've, it has to be with a name like that. Yeah. Uh, Crunchyroll will premiere Trigun Stampede episode one at Anime NYC on November eighteenth. So for all you people who are looking for this shitty retake of. Trigun the Stampede. That's uh, New York City for the lay person. Yeah. I'm not spashing it. It could be good, but just the way the anime is looking, it does not look good to me. JYB. JYB is going to be there, though. Yeah, he was pumping pumping it up at uh, that Norman anime con we were at. (laughs) Jeez. I love Uh, Jong-Yun Bosch, but... mm -mm. He probably Mm -mm. knows it's not that good. He's like, this is going to be shit. (laughs) He said, I'm getting paid, but... Justin, Attack on Titan, Final Season Part 3, New Key Visual, is out. Scheduled for 2023, Studio Mappa. Just got them all hanging around, looking at Aaron in his final Titan form. And a mangaka, I don't know who it is, but as you all know, Elon Musk took over Twitter. And his new head HR person sent out an email 
to all existing employees who were fired and had a, an anime character crying. The mangaka whose artwork he used is demanding $1 billion from Elon Musk for using his artwork without permission. That shit's fair so, use, ain't it? <laughs> I don't know how that yeah, works. So, I mean, he, he may get something. I don't think it's fair use. Not unless they designate it fair use. Yeah, like, what know, did he pull it guy. off of? Like, what if they pulled it off of, like, Google? You can't use that shit? Nope. It, they actually have a setting on Google for fair use. Mm. That if you enable it, it'll remove everything that's not fair use. Yeah, his name, the manga author is Sato Kentaro. I don't know what anime he does, but it's just, the anime, uh, the, the person is just a girl crying, so. Mm. Whatever. Then that's all the news I got. What about, I've been seeing some shit about Naruto coming back twelve seventeen. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's true or not. <laughs> He's like, Some oh, so, like this yeah. is your, so this he's has been your dream. Oh, you know, my God. He woke up from the infinite tsunami. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah, I, I was seen like, it too. But... I literally got chills. I was like, if this is true and all of Boruto is a setup. For, the, for, for that shit? Dude, oh. I would be, uh, that would actually be fucking brilliant, and would, I would love it. It would be brilliant. Why would, like, why would his dream, why would his dream to be have a dipshit son? because <laughs> <laughs> he was the dipshit back in the day and he wants somebody to shit on come on now yeah, that's easy enough be. boruto is not bad it, he's a I'm cheater bashing boruto yeah that was the beginning but he's better now but it's what killing the anime boruto is fucking filler i've fallen off of it i haven't watched probably i'm probably 20 episodes behind now oh i'm 50 60 yeah I gave up. I'm just reading the manga at this point. Yeah, I read the manga too, and I do watch when the manga hits back out on the anime. But yeah, mm-hmm. I keep seeing this Naruto stuff, and there, I feel like there's too much of it to not. What they say? There's maybe an announcement December 20. I did say what a couple weeks ago for my news that there would be an announcement about Naruto at yeah, December something. One. You said a big one, so it could be. That is what they kept saying is that, and it, that, that was an official release from Viz Media. Yeah, that so, teaser. We just don't know anything about it. The stuff that's been released after is what's misleading. So about you're it. saying that he never became Hokage, though. That, that's kind of disappointing to me. But you're gonna take that all back but and say, "Hey, still like we would get to go back and see, like the character that we love was the one before becoming Hokage, anyways." Nah. And I'm okay with it as long as they get him there eventually. Yeah. Like I'm okay. Like the the thing with it being his dream that was not actually okay. official. I know release. they didn't do the Hokage to Borto, but I would like to see him as like that in between stage. Uh, yeah, I want to see him as a Joni. That's yeah. why I was like, I would totally love to see them kind of reverse it. Yeah. And have it be the end of the war again. You know, Sasuke Naruto versus Madara. Yeah. And let the let the Rabbit Goddess thing kind of downplay that bullshit because mm-hmm. that was kind of where it kind of went off the rails a little bit in that final battle. And then have it be a good fight. And then have it progress into his time as a, uh, a Chunin and a Jonin. Uh, maybe even fill fill out some of the time before and after Naruto the Last. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what they say. I feel like I'm hoping that this is really good news. But enough about Naruto. Um, let's get into some My Hero Academia. This was episode seven of season six, t- titled Disaster Walker, and this episode did not have a synopsis. In fact, it didn't even have the episode title on the episode in Crunchyroll. You got all these new updates Crunchyroll app, but you don't have the fucking title on the episode. I think that's intentionally done. Why? Because they had called him, they had called uh, Gigantomachia the walking disaster. So if you knew that it was the title of the episode was Disaster Walker, it kind of gives it away. Huh. Because there's yeah. been a couple times they, when they've they had episodes like that. They usually tell you the title of the, the next episode anyway at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not the yeah, synopsis. They shouldn't include in a synopsis. Too, but. Anyways, um, episode starts. Yeah, let's 
we'll talk about the uh, let's not go around and give our opinion of the episode until after but let's go through this piece by piece so episode starts with a helicopter it's given us an update they're trying to get an aerial view of jaku city the guy says that about one third of the city has been transformed into vacant lots so one third of any city let's just use tulsa as an example like we think of downtown tulsa as the city but that's technically not the city of tulsa like think about one third of tulsa that's downtown tulsa being devastated i think downtown tulsa would be a better uh comparison since it's japan yeah and everything's a little more compressed you're right so so think of a third of downtown tulsa being gone that my man's just decayed like two and a half miles Mm -hmm. of area with a single touch yeah that's and turned rough. it into vacant lots too. Literally, yeah, yeah. that it is impressive. Um, and they're saying that it seems they're still trying to figure out what the hell happened. And there's like it's the guys yeah. like it's the same disastrous scene from Deka City last year, which is where Shigaraki yeah. was fighting Redestro and discovered this new untapped power of his decay. That's been a year. Are they talking about when it's a year All ago? Well, he said All it was. Oh, he said it was last year. We assume a year ago. It wasn't actually a year ago. It was about five months, approximately. Yeah. Well, they're talking about when All Might fought. All no, them. I think they're still talking about Dyka City, where yeah. those two fought. Um, we go over to UA, and we see All Might with the girl with the horn on her. What's the girl with the horn? Aerie. Aerie. We see her. She's still little. It's, it's been, you know, six months. And I'm thinking maybe we'll see Lemillion. No Lemillion. Uh, we see Todoroki's sister, the older brother of Todoroki, the mom of Todoroki, staring out of a window. Then we see Bakugo's mom reading a book titled Kotsky Memory. And, and it has, has a bomb little, on it. It has a little bomb on it. it. says boom. Do you think that this is his journal? Like his diary or something? No, I think it's like a baby book. Like uh, with pictures of him from like the time he was born until now. It's like Why a, was she just sitting at home reading this shit? I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's, I, I can't talk about it. I, I know what happens in the <laughs> oh, manga. Oh, yeah, that's true. You can't. Yeah, forget. So, <laughs> so he actually knows what's going on. But anyways, that anytime an anime shows us anything i'm always like what is the significance of this so i'm guessing we'll see the significance of that um we get to see all for one the guy with no eyes he's got chapped ass skin just like shigaraki he's tied up in a lab and he's smiling like the evil genius that he is i don't know if he has no eyes but it looks like he does not talking about all for one all for one yeah he has no eyes because okay. he, he that guy was part of the the face that got destroyed when all might beat the shit out of him okay back in like or the five-year battle before the start of the series. Yeah. So he smiles. Opening song plays. The song is called Hito Muki by Super Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> I looked up the, the lyrics. And so, because I'm like, I'm always, I've, lately I've been like, I want to know what they're saying. So the chorus is, with my best, my very best, I'll take just one, one more step, even one, into tomorrow. Or so I keep telling myself. If believing is the most important prerequisite, I'll keep believing single-mindedly from now on, as I've done. So this song, when you look it up, it's actually like, wow. It's like Deku wrote this song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it is just as good. It, the words express exactly what you feel listening to it. You kind of get pumped up. Um, opening song ends. We see all the heroes are rushing in. And... It's kind of all the heroes that you can assume they're going to die. The only hero we know that are fighting these near en- or near high-end Nomus is Burnin. And we don't even know her that well. 
the girl with the green hair. I didn't even see her do anything. I just saw her flying towards it. She, they were flying to, towards it, and they're like, oh, shit, the Nomus have appeared. And then they all stopped, and we assume that they're all fighting. Yeah. Um, Endeavor's giving it everything he's got to hit Shigaraki, but Shigaraki's just deflecting everything with raw strength alone. Which was weird. At first, I was like, how is he doing this? Aizawa's freaking still... He's still erasing his quirk. And we got to keep in mind... His physical strength isn't a quirk, it's just his body, and it's equal to that of All Might's. Almost. Well. Not quite. I'd say something like 60 to 75% okay. of All he's Might's. He's fucking strong. Like, he's, yeah. he's flying, he's not really flying, I would he's say just he jumping and maneuvering around with the... To, well, he did pull Deku, so he is stronger than Deku. He's the strongest character yeah, like, in the verse right now, canonically, uh, I'd say. I would say that's accurate, canonically. Right now, since, since All Might's powered down, and Deku hasn't reached 100%, then yeah, he 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 outstrength so physically. Yeah, for now. I mean, my boy is flying around by swinging his arm and creating momentum from the swing of his arm, which is what Deku does. I think Gigantomachia yeah. so. is still stronger. Yes, I would say Gigantomachia is definitely stronger. But he, earned, he already earned, he already done earned his respect by beating the brakes off of him, <laughs> <laughs> or getting the, the, the brakes slapping, or getting the brakes beat off of him for so long that he just respected him. I can't really remember. I remember that whenever he just fought him for days on end, basically. Who are you talking about? Shigaraki. That's how he yeah, earned his respect. For... They just like fought for oh, days and days. So we have seen Gigantomachia. I knew we'd seen that guy before. How yeah, the hell he, did I forget about he's that? He was in last season. That's how I met. They just squared up yeah. for like a couple months straight. No rest. Well, the, if, you believe, uh, if you believe what they said in the show so far, the reason why Gigantomachia respects him is because now he smells like his master. Okay, because that's what Which he keeps saying. He's like, he's all. like, I can, I can, I can smell my master. Or all for one, yeah, yeah, for all for one. He smells like all for one. Gotcha. Well, we get to see a new move that we have not seen before, to my knowledge, from Endeavor called Spider Hell Spider. It's like throwing little lines of thread. They really yeah, didn't use that in the They really been going at Spider Man these last couple episodes, or Deku just straight, <laughs> yeah, they have. straight swinging around and shit. They're just like <laughs> manga could decide. He's like, I kind of like those powers. <laughs> Start using well, him. if you know much about the mangaka, he's a huge fan of Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, he bases his whole show off superheroes, so it mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah, he, he uses Hell Spider, but he gets out of it, ends up behind Endeavor, kicks Endeavor, Endeavor goes flying into the Dragon Lady, and I think her name is Ryukyuk or something. Mm -hmm. And then we don't see her the rest of the episode. But we know she's alive. She's laying in the rubble somewhere. Yeah, she got smashed. Like, he essentially smashed into the top of them. Yeah. And then he held up his arm like uh, All Might and Endeavor yeah. did when they won their fights. He goes, which arm was it? Left? Right? I can't remember. Yeah, he said, cheeky. he said, that hurt. Hey, number one. And he holds up his fist in the All Might pose. And he says, was it the other arm? I feel bad waiting until after I saw what you did, though. <laughs> yeah. The, cheeky the weird part in Shigaraki's head, like, he's fighting very seriously. Uh, serious enough, but his thoughts are all very calm this whole episode. He's like, I could just take Deku and get the hell out of here. Like, did you guys notice that his demeanor is very calm. calm until later on whenever he's like, this is my will. Like, get the fuck out of my head. All for one. Did you notice his face when that happened? Yeah, his eyes went all cross-eyed. Not shit. even that. Oh, it was wrinkly. The yeah. scar that suddenly started spreading up his face. Oh. When he when he start when when all for one started stepping in, and and t and t making his will known. Yeah, 
there's a little there's a red scar on the right side of his face that started getting wider and wider as it as it happened. Oh, I didn't notice. I it's just saw his eyes. Yeah, yeah, I could see. Um, Endeavor says, "Get off!" And he's asking, like, well, "How the hell are the Nomu still here?" And Shigaraki says, "I can control decay now. I tried not to let it spread to the Nomu capsules, but I couldn't save them all." Um, then we get a little flashback of Shigaraki and the Doctor, and the Doctor explains that um, they're activated by an electrical current, and that. Their servants fit for the king of villains. Mm-hmm. He explains that these Nomus are high ends, but they're still in the testing phase. So really the only difference between them and true t- high ends is that they cannot think for themselves. So they lack what those other ones had, which is like free will. And these ones and their personalities. And he personalities. called these ones almost upper ends. Near, near high ends. Near high, near high ends. ends. Yeah. So they're just as strong. Yes. <clears throat> they're and, and far more loyal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gran Torino sees the two of them going after a racer head. So he's like, shit, I got to go. Deku and Bakugo get the hell out of here and hide. And then Deku thinks back to what Gran Torino said to him about, imagine the worst that could happen if all for one were to get one for all. So Deku's like thinking, and then we leave Deku and Bakugo for a second. I had no idea what was going to come of him thinking of that. But later we see he had actually, Deku's a smart guy. Uh, Shigaraki, he looks over at Aizawa, and Aizawa is intensely looking at him. Like, his eyes are burning, and the amount of water around Aizawa's eyes, it kept getting more and more as the episode went on. Did you well, notice that? Dry out quick. It's hard to blame Man- Manuel kept giving him more. Like, it started off just, just a little bit, and by the end, the water on both sides was, like, as big as He's his He's trying head. his damnedest to keep yeah, his eyes. that's gotta be fucking tough, even with your getting Holy shit. water. You're just like, I don't know. Yeah, he says, be tough. if you can see me, it means that I can see you too. You're in the way, Eraserhead. And then he goes to attack Eraserhead. And Aizawa, is, he starts reaching for something in slow motion behind his back. Was, did it end up being a dagger that he was Aizawa? going for? Yeah. Yeah, okay. he had a dagger. Yeah, he had a little dagger. I think that's like his last resort. He pulls that dagger. Mm-hmm. He says, like I'd die here. If I'm killed, you'll be unstoppable. I need to keep watching. And I'm thinking at first, like, he wants to keep watching to keep his powers. But he says, until they graduate and become heroes, I still need the one in the way. The one in the way is you. And then he thinks back to the episode where Deku shocks him. Because he tells Deku, like, you'll never be a hero. And then Deku surprises him by, at the very last second, putting all of his power into his finger. The last thing that touched the ball to launch it. And, uh... Yeah. I just recently watched that episode, and Aizawa was like, this fucking kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm still standing. Yeah, he was like, I'm still standing, senpai, or sensei. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that part, so this part literally gave me chills. Uh, the bell didn't ring. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for another round. <laughs> so he's thinking about that, and he also thinks back to Bakugo but not Shoto. So clearly Bakugo and Deku are his favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't hear no well, if that wasn't clear from the time when they did the hero, uh, like the hero card arc where they were getting their, their license. I mean, remember he talked about oh, the two yeah. sons of his yeah. uh, class. I mean, he, they're his favorite no matter yeah, what. Yeah, you're right. Um, Gran Torino's not going to make it in time, but out of nowhere, Deku comes in. It looks like he headbutts him. 
he head so he headbutts him and he looks over and he says sensei um it translates in english to mr aizawa but i was like it sounds cool he's like sensei and i literally got chills whenever he came in and saved aizawa because aizawa was like oh shit my freaking student's coming to save my ass the Mm -hmm. one that i said you'll never be a hero it was a freaking cool moment he says if shigaraki can't use his quirk then let us fight too think about the worst that could happen and Deku makes a really good point here. He basically is like, the worst that can happen isn't that anybody dies. It's that Aizawa dies, and then we can't stock his quirk, and then he can decay and kill every single hero. He makes a valid point. Like, mm-hmm. nobody's thinking about that, but then as soon as he says it, everybody's like, shit, you're, yeah, <laughs> we could use your help. We got to keep Aizawa in the fight because he's really the only reason everybody's even able to fight Shigaraki. Um, yeah, we have the flashback of Aizawa saying, Izuku Midoriya, with your power, you can't become a hero. Deku says in- internally, he's protected us this whole time, talking about Aizawa. The worst thing that could happen is losing him. He says that out loud. And Aizawa's like, Midoriya, how, how, you're going to make me cry over here. And it looks like he is crying, but it's really just the water that, that Manuel's no, 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 he's flooding. Crying too. He's crying. That's why, that's why the water keeps getting more and more, is because now he's crying. Maybe. And Manuel's holding it up, going, okay. Aizawa, calm down, stop crying I can't hold more water Yeah, maybe that is why the water kept getting more (laughs) it was a a very touching moment I was like shit, I'm I'm a fan of Deku again he was I take back all the mean things I said about Deku, the dude's a hero through and through um what did you guys think of that scene it was the highlight of the episode for me I really enjoyed it I'm I'm still waiting for some of the stuff that's to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Because literally my, I'm a, I'm a huge Bakugo fan. Mm-hmm. Have been for a while now. The reason I became a Bakugo fan is in this uh, arc. Okay. It's what changed my opinion of him pretty much entirely. Okay. I'm looking for the latter half after this part. <laughs> Brennan, what'd you think of this scene? I mean, I liked it. I mean, it was, it was a good episode. It's just, you know, classic hero thing like yeah it had some weight behind it for sure like it was a sentimental moment and a heroic moment but i'm uh i mean i like deku i think he's a sufficient shonen main character but uh, like with any <laughs> with any popular shonen it's they're going to be the characters around it that's going to make the difference i think and yeah, I, he, I he think, ain't beating uh, goku though <laughs> 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 but yeah he's got all the traits he's a good character i've never like turned on him but i also know that you know the main character for a story like this has to fit a certain archetype and he's, he does a good job. So yeah, no complaints. So Bakugo is in the air from behind Deku. He's coming in and he, um, he says, it's time. It's our turn. Let us do this rationally armor piercing machine gun. So Deku is holding down Shigaraki with black whip and he hits him with this, this move. And Shigaraki's like, are these fi- are these supposed to be fireworks? Like, what's going on? Yeah, they this don't is the shit him at all. This is the shit that I like right here. Like, just heroes teaming up to try to beat the brakes off of somebody. You know, <laughs> jump his ass. This is like what should <laughs> this what, what they what's that what's what that they should have done to sell. Let him get up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fight, back. Get, fight, fight back. Fight <laughs> back. So yeah, sometimes it's good. It's like if you're. If you're overpowered, it makes sense, you know, for everybody to like work together and there's not like a they they don't not know how to work together, you know, like they were pretty smooth with it overall, I would say. Endeavor 
Bakugo and Deku, like, they had really good teamwork, and then even Gran Torino, like, they weren't getting in each other's way, like, they were landing blows, so, like, I can always appreciate a fight like that. Yeah. Especially but, uh, against a villain who's supposedly stronger than everybody, so that's really their only option to handle him. And still stronger than all of them with yeah. even no Did quirks. Did Endeavor break out a new move with that? <laughs> Vanishing black, Fist? With his new, like, black, it looks like Black Whip, but it's like fire. Yeah, Has he the, done that before? The Vanishing Fist? The he Vanishing called, Fist is new. Yeah. yeah. You're that talking about the, yeah. Hell's, the Hell's Web, we already talked about that, or this, the... <laughs> Whichever one we yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that. I know okay. what you're talking about. So Endeavor yeah. tries to to land a solid hit on him. Oh, he is Endeavor is able to land a solid hit on him because with the help of Midoriya holding him down, Bakugo attacking, and after he hits him, Shigaraki goes flying, and the first thing he asks them is where is Shoto because. He knows if these two are here, fucking Shoto's, Shoto's got to be around. And they say he stayed back. And I'm thinking, okay, so Shoto's coming. Yeah, He's on his way. They should have said, this dude, ain't, he ain't part of this. Don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't a main boy. Um, so it's Endeavor, Gran Torino, Aizawa, Deku, Bakugo, Manuel, and the other guy. Rocklock. Rocklock. Okay, that's that dude's name. <laughs> Rocklock versus Shigaraki. For some reason, I thought he was the one that passed in the last episode. He's thinking of Funk Man. Funk Man, yeah. Funk Man got fucked. I gotta <laughs> remember man. what he looks like. That shit was Funk so Man. Funny. He was, was a cowboy. About it. Put some respect on his name. I was like, who the fuck is Funk Man? That's Funkin'. what I thought. I was, I was like, there going, I know this who is this guy? Than anyone. I thought they were being going, real. I was like, who the heck's Funk Man? He's got, he's I never heard of this guy. Fucking like caps. For Funk Man in the oh, last yeah. episode, and I'm like, "How is this happening?" Yeah. <laughs> I fell for it. Like, you know who that guy is? I never heard of. Him. I just went along with. No, I would put more respect on Crust's name after what happened with him a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, Crust. <laughs> my, my boy Funk Man. Like, they fucked. They the fucked fuck him. What the fuck was Funk Man? Yeah, yeah Funk Man. Guy. He would have been. He would have been top ten if he just had a couple more years. He was. He was a fresh hero. He was, and then and help from all for one yeah. with new quirks. Yeah. I was sad about Crust, but he, he went out with fashion. I'll give him that. Yeah, he went out he went out like he was badass. Yeah. So Endeavor says support eraser to, he says this to Bakugo. Support eraser, Bakugo, protect Deku. And at first I was like, Why is he saying that? And then I remember, oh yeah, they all know Shigaraki went here because of Midoriya, because he was following him. They don't really know. They don't Bakugo know why. really knows. Bakugo's the only one that knows why, yeah. but they all know he's after Deku. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, because I guess Deku said that. It looks like he's after me. Mm-hmm. Even though none, no one else knows about all for or one for all and Deku, I feel like Aizawa's starting to get, and I, I have no proof of this from the manga or any of that stuff, mm-hmm. but like I feel like Aizawa's starting to put A and B together. <laughs> yeah. He would have well, to. Yeah, They're back. not dumb, and Endeavor's not dumb either. Like He's proved that when Hawks like, gave him that book, and he kind of like, figured the shit out on his own without Hawks telling him. Like, I feel yeah. like he's like a smarter character too that would have immediately been like, oh yeah, that's why All Might fucks with this kid. Like, I don't know. I, if he doesn't figure it out pretty soon, then I'm going to start questioning the writing at that point. Cause they've, so yeah. what you're saying is that They're, Deku went over 30 miles an hour? Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's fucking with that kid? <laughs> that's an inside joke, everybody. You will not get that one. Uh, Shigaraki starts thinking about how he just needs to snatch Midoriya because he's realizing I'm not going to be able to fight these guys without my quirk. And all he really cares about is getting, getting all for one. 
he starts hearing the voices again. And the voice says, become mine, little brother. And Shigaraki's like, little brother, wait a minute, that wasn't me that was just talking. And then he smiles to himself and he says, your sense of self is too strong, master. It's my power, my body. I'm not being made to do this because of a hallucination of your voice. I thought about it back then. How can somebody be called Lord of Evil and be made to surrender by the power of just one person? Think Talking about All Might. I'm thankful for you bringing me up the way you did. I really am. But I don't want to turn out like you. I want to be better than you. So shut up. This is my will. And then he does the weird little eye thing. <laughs> Gran Torino kicks him. And then he brings up Shimura, which is the grandmother of Tomura. And Shigaraki says, who is that? What, who the fuck are you talking about? He doesn't know. And Gran Torino says, your existence pains Toshinori, which I forgot was All Might's name. <laughs> it pains everyone because everybody's connected to this guy. Um, then Shigaraki does something weird with his eyes. And then a weird... Uh, this part was confusing to me because Endeavor was about to hit him. And then both of them get blown away from what looks like something shoots up from the ground. Did you see this, Colton? Brennan, like, Jesse probably knows what it is, but like something shoots up from the ground and then he looks down and it's Deku and he says, I'm taking it one for all. Was Shigaraki, like what hit Endeavor and Gran Torino? It's probably, I think it was, I think it was, uh, I think it was Shigaraki. I think, I think Tomari, he he did something. He did something. It caused uh, like the dirt or detritus to hit them. Okay. And they just flew away from it. And then Deku came in to, to land that cross. Okay. And that's, because uh, that was all of that stuff, especially that hallucination that Shigaraki had of All for One. Mm-hmm. That was, we've actually seen that before. In when Deku sees yeah. the vestiges. Yep. So that was, that, that pause, the world he was in, that's his vestige world. Okay. And and I don't think that's a spoiler to say that because yeah. if you're watching, you kind of pay attention. That's yeah. kind of what it looked like. Uh, but that whole thing of him trying to decay, um, all for one to make mm-hmm. him leave him. Yeah, that's gonna be kind of a recurring thing for a while. Okay. Yeah, Bakugo hits hits him with a huge explosion, and then Deku hits him with a smash. Then Endeavor thinks back to something that All Might said to him a long time ago. All Might says, you and I are different. You should look for a way that suits you without rushing. And then Endeavor, in that moment, says, even if I can't win with my power alone, vanishing fist. And he, like, flies through the fire that was created from Bakugo's explosion, and he, like, harnesses it into his fist, and then he punches Shigaraki with it. Mm -hmm. So that was the move. He was basically using the power that was there. Instead of what he Instead of what he just brought. So he's fighting more like he's like teaming up. Yeah, he's teaming up, which he doesn't typically do. Correct. Um, then we pretty much leave this fight. Actually, we don't. Do we see him punch uh, him with it, or he just does he punch Shigaraki? I think he with hits it? him, and then it cuts, and then to... it cuts away because we don't go back to the fight after this. Yeah, no, they, we stay with uh, the other side. They, yeah, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> they got us. They got go us going, to... and then they moved on to the next thing. I know. Shit. That's going to be a recurring thing, too, for a while. 
It's like, yeah, Game of Thrones, man, jumping around all these different places. That's why the episodes feel like there's not a lot, like you're not getting a lot of progression on the story. And it's because instead of just doing the the parts of the fight and then backtracking, they're actually pacing them perfectly. In real time. Which I like. I think it feels more natural to jump from one piece to another, to another, to another. So we know what's going on instead of just like, oh, uh, 15 minutes ago at an entirely different location. Yeah, you're right. I like it this way, too. Uh, so we go over to Team Edshot's rear guard at the standby side of Goonga Villa. And that is basically just the students. Earphone Jack says that something huge is on the move. And the monkey guy, he's going around snatching up people. He's basically grabbing all of the original villains, all of Tomura's teammates. So mm-hmm. Spinner, Toga, Mr. Compress. Dobby. Which, yeah, Dobby, and would have been twice, but he's not there. They grabbed that other guy. And they grabbed Skeptic. Yeah, Redestro's Dobby boys. says that he's liked him since the moment he first laid eyes on him. <laughs> <laughs> I like this boy. Do you think, boy. I, I'm guessing he just likes how he was, he was skeptical of Hawks because he was the only one that was right, I guess. Yeah, I think it's I think it's his persona, the way he looks at the world, Yeah, is distrust. And I think that's Dobby's whole thing is distrust of the world. Mm-hmm. He didn't trust anybody. Dobby. So said it. Gigantomachia starts pushing back Mount Lady. And this is the first time we really in the whole series we see Mount Lady struggle. Cause she you know, she's the first hero we see in the whole show. Like episode one, a hero a giant thing attacks. Kamui Woods. Kamui Woods. Kamui Woods. She steals steals the shine. Yeah, she steals the shine. So she's like the new and upcoming hero, but in this episode, she's like actually struggling and kind of gets her ass beat. I love her line of, uh, I haven't clung on this hard to anyone since middle school. Yeah. yeah. I was dying. She's like, that. damn it. I was like, that's such good comedy for, for such a bleak moment. Great writing. Uh, it was right there. So I got to ask since we talk about Attack on Titan, Gigantomachia versus the Armored Titan, who wins? Gigantomachia every time. Okay. Probably Reiner. Everybody, every- I'm going with Reiner. G- nah. Gigantomachia versus Armored Titan and all the other Titans. I think I think the Armored Titan's quite a, probably quite a ways bigger. Hard to tell, scaling wise. I think I think the Armored Titan is Armored Titan too. is much I feel like, Armored so, Titan's between ten and twenty meters tall. Yeah, they're not as big as Gigantomachia is Titan. like twenty five. Twenty five, thirty five yeah. easily. Most Titans are the same. The Armor Titan um, Attack Titan, they're all about 15 oh, to 20 Oh, Colossal meters. versus Gigantomachia, he'd crush him, though. No. Colossal really? loses that fight every time. Dang. Because Colossal does, you gotta think, all that Colossal really has going for him is the heat that comes off of his body, and the side. He does not have armor to protect him. The only reason that Reiner even has a chance is because of the armor. Mm. He, he, in, in the amount of strength that Gigantomachia, I mean, you gotta remember, he punched away a mountain. When he yeah. wasn't, when he was just trying to walk away from his, from where he was at, he wasn't even fighting. He just went, huh? They got yeah. way and the mountain disappeared. On a, he didn't even care about Mountain Lady. The, said, the oh, gravity though, the gravity on Paradise is like twenty or thirty times stronger than in Japan. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> that is not <laughs> You can look that shit up. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you making bullshit up now? <laughs> I've seen it. All right. Well, anyways, Cementos. Uh, gets getting the ice villain. Redestro tells all the Liberation Warriors to follow Gigantomachia. Machia throws Mount Lady, and she goes tumbling. Kamawai Woods and Miss Midnight are going to follow him because they know he's going to where something's happening. 
because he's just running. Well, they're going to try to. Well, they're trying to. They're trying to meet up. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're following them. He's trying to get to uh, Shigaraki, and they're trying to stop that shit from going down. But mm-hmm. I don't. Do they know that Shigaraki's been awakened? They, yes, because they say if he's moving, Shigaraki's awake. No, but do the heroes? The heroes. Yes, that's yeah. what I said. This is all. Like, they know he controls. Because remember, Hawks knew that. Hawks yeah, knew. Yeah, they that were if, all in. They had uh, Tamaki, all the intel. Move Shigaraki. Yeah. You're right. He okay. Said he will only listen to his master. You're Which right. is why she says something must have really gone wrong at the hospital. Okay. Uh, Dobby burns Kamui Woods, and Miss Midnight gets hit by some concrete blocks. From a construction site that Mr. Compress compressed. I thought Kamui Woods was dead here. I was like, oh, fuck. He just got his arms burned off. He's fine. Yeah, they can regrow. That was just some wood anyways. Yeah, that ain't no thing to him. (laughs) Yeah, Miss Midnight's on her knees, bloodied up from getting hit by the concrete blocks. And she fell very far. I mean... She is in a lot of trouble considering uh, all the people from the villa are now coming up on her. Yeah. And she's super injured. Yeah, she says that there was nothing they could do against that power, and she's very pissed at herself. So she contacts Creati, which is like her understudy, and she says no one can stop him with brute force. I want to put him to sleep. It's against the law, but under the circumstances, use anesthetics to put him to sleep. Make anesthetics to give to the heroes and get, and then get out of there. I thought it was weird they said it's illegal. If that's no, too hard... because you gotta think how, how lethal anesthetics are when you just overdose by that much and think heroes don't ever kill yeah they don't kill people and exactly. anesthetics can kill them easily this dude can't be a human hard, though, evacuate you know I mean? right away just i leave it to your judgment i don't think they're gonna be worried if he does kill him, i'd right? classify yeah at that point they're like oh thank uh, god i'd classify god, him as a him. nomu like they ain't got a problem killing the nomus i'd just throw him in that bunch yeah yeah, yeah he, which he, I think he's a human she said that even though it's illegal do it he's basically a nomu he is a yeah he's just the best version Best version of one, yeah. Yeah. Momu is uh, thinking back to what she said, because the last thing she said was, I leave it to your judgment. And so they're all like, what do we do? Blah, blah, blah. She tells your phone, Jack and Tentacle, find out how long they have till Makia gets there and get a rough estimate of his size. She also asks Mudman to lend them his strength. Because he's, he's going to come in handy. You know, you make a mud pit, you take somebody that can get around and hit you harder. You can't hit as hard if you your foundation is shaky. You know, if you're in sand, it's kind of the same kind of the same thing. Um, Earphone Jack says that he'll be there in less than a minute, and but something strange is going on. The sound has changed, which means he's slowed down a little bit. And we find out that it's because Mount Lady caught up to him and is just hanging onto <laughs> his leg, being dragged, <laughs> and Kamui Woods is with her alive. Uh. <laughs> That was such good. That was such good comedy of her just being like, kum, 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 yeah, kum. yeah. She was getting dragged pretty bad. And Tentacle says he's about twenty-five meters tall. So she just starts pumping out some anesthetics. And Momo says it's been a year since we enrolled in UA. I was never taught by any teacher to be a hero who shows my back to the enemy. We will all confront him here. Boom! Ending song plays. Next episode is set up to be yet another great episode of fighting and i'm freaking like let's fucking go the, the class of class 1a and class 1 2b or whatever it is mm-hmm. are gonna fight next episode and yeah it should be good the armor titan is only 15 meters tall so this thing is 10, 10 meters meter, taller gigantic that's the thing taller. it ain't the size of the dog in the fight it's the size of the fight in the dog i don't 
<laughs> the fact that he's going to get fucked up by one punch yeah. that's the problem. Well, well, who, who, who's the armored titan? Is it Reiner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, he's losing. Reiner, Reiner's got, he's got <laughs> some Reiner's fucking fight in him. What are you talking about? Nah, he ain't got he no fight in Reiner. Whooped. He's got that dog in him. The <laughs> 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 fucking... No. Oh, shit. No, I, I can say this because it's not a spoiler. That's this Aaron's season bitch. will have the most fighting and the least talking until probably about the halfway point. Sweet. My hero, you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Till about till about episode twelve, I would assume, because I think we're th- they're doing either twenty or twenty four this season. Yeah. So it's the, yeah, yeah. They're gonna when they get to that halfway point, theoretically around their time, there may be some. Uh, you get a little recap, you know, the talking episodes, and they're gonna go into this. Well, it's gonna be more of like an explanation. They'll yeah. do a lot of uh, exposition, is the word. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll it'll get right back. It's gonna go right back into the fighting. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the fighting. Yeah. Yeah, considering how much exposition we got the last two seasons, it's like, this is good. This is really nice. It is good. I'm I'm all in on the show, and I'm I'm still going to go back, and I'm going to rewatch all of the first season and keep going. I'm like, I'm rewatching My Hero as we rewatch this, or as we watch season six. No joke, I wish instead of rewatching it, you would go read the manga, <sighs> because it's, it is some of the best writing is between now and the show. And the and where we are at the in the manga. Oh yeah, but then I'd have to I'd spoil it for myself. Yes, you would. But and all of our listeners. That's why they listen. No, that's why they no, listen. No, 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 no. You don't have to spoil it for the listeners. I know, but it makes your it makes your take completely different because you can't talk hypotheticals when you know the end. Fair point. Like I, I mean, I, I talk hypotheticals all the time because they're proposed to you by me, who doesn't know. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you know, uh, that's fair. Well, Brennan's the, not going to ever read it. Just let him be the hypothetical guy. <laughs> yeah. As as the host, we can't we can't know, but guests can. It's fine. But like, I wouldn't be able to like produce as fun and interesting of a podcast if I knew the end. You fair know what point. I mean? I trust me because if I started reading the manga, I'd be like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm fucking going. I'm keep going. I gotta it's, know. <laughs> it's definitely worth it. That that he actually took a full three months off last year, uh, to get himself kind of centered, and you can tell that when he came back, the writing was just like gorgeous for the next like twenty or thirty chapters. Dang. Yeah, he did a great job. I'm really excited. It's kind of what like what they did with uh, Black Clover, mm-hmm. where he took like no joke six months off. When he came back, it's. Got really good. It's day and night from what it was because it took him. He took his time and he went, "Where do I want to want this to go?" Instead of, "Uh, uh, 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 this is where we're going." <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, I don't. I'm hoping that we get some surprises. I know that there's going to be fights, but I'm also hope. I'm still hopeful that Lemillion shows up at some point. Like that's all I want, or like some hero that we've forgotten about is going to come in. Or, like you said, like, there's going to be some stuff happen with Bakugo, which obviously, because episode one is, this show is just as much about Bakugo as it is Deku. Like, it is, they're hand in hand from episode one. It's all about their upbringing, how they were both brought up. One was always worshipped, always had a great quirk, one quirkless, rivals, so. I think that's something, like, unique about My Hero Academia is that it does seem to have two protagonists mm-hmm. unlike you know i wouldn't really consider sasuke to ever have been a protagonist in naruto he's for sure he's he's for sure a protag i've always thought mm, they just nah, always show he, it they always showed the show from a naruto point of view until naruto beats him in the final fight and then they finally give sasuke's point of view how he always looked at naruto to be like his brother 
And that's how he envied him. And then that was supposed to be like our thing, like, damn, like, I never really saw it his way. I never really thought of it like but, that. I mean, that's why I don't feel like there was enough there was enough time spent with Sasuke for him to be a protagonist. I mean, we chilled with the if, Hebe if, and the Taka hella and Orochimaru. <laughs> like he was a, he was in there for sure. <laughs> now Sasuke's the Deuteragonist. Deuteragonist. The what? That's a made up word. <laughs> that's what they said. That's a one hundred percent made up word. <laughs> no, well, they not. made him. They made Kishimoto create Sasuke because they thought Naruto needed a rival. It's the, really the staple for any good shonen. Like, there's got to be the Bakugo type or the Vegeta. Yeah, but I feel like Bakugo's had more character development than Sasuke had in the entirety of Naruto, and and he's had it in half the time. So yeah, yeah Sasuke was pretty much a prick, and then he was pretty, <laughs> pretty he was much more a, of a prick. He was pretty much a prick till the very end, but yeah, <laughs> till he got his ass whipped. <laughs> he was a prick, but then he became an asshole. <laughs> And then he got his ass beat. And then he became, and a, then he became nice. Well, yeah. he became uh, just a vigilante to a criminal, to a murderer. You know, he t- the deuterogonist <laughs> is the person second in importance to the protagonist in a drama. Hmm. So I could agree with that. Deuterogonist. Well, anyways, enough, enough about Naruto. Um, do you guys have <laughs> any final track. closing thoughts about My Hero Academia Season 6 so far? No, nah, I'm going to keep watching. I'm enjoying a good season of shows the animation is so good this year did anybody else notice that it's it's good all the shows like now right now are right? awesome it's like they took their sweet time after after all the bullshit that happened with covid that they they were like hey we're gonna actually wait a, a hot second uh, yeah make it look good instead of fucking just just yeeting it out into the void yeah because season five was that was the weakest part of it was that their the animation just wasn't there yeah. Yeah, because the movie that we saw, it wasn't that great until they got to the end five, which we knew they're gonna do something decent. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now it's been all pretty spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. But everybody, keep tuning in weekly. We're gonna do, do episode eight titled "League of Villains vs. UA Students" next week, and also be sure to tune into our Chainsaw Man. We're doing weekly coverage on that as well. But. Jesse, thanks for joining this week. As always. Um, I'm Jordo. Brennan. Colton. We are the Evans Bros. Thank you, everybody out there listening. As always, have a great week and peace out. <laughs>